Hey, friends. Hello, world. What's going on? What are we up to tonight? We had Making a to podcast. do a birthday episode for you. Happy birthday to me. Big 3-1. Yeah. And uh, you had quite a week. You have new tattoos. It was my last week of work for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Get some time with the baby. Get to hang out at home. Very exciting. I know. Relaxing. But I said tattoos. Tattoos? Tattoos. Tattoos? You got some tattoos. I did get some tattoos on Friday. I had an appointment to finish my sleeve. I got a aster for the baby, and it's pretty cool. What's an aster? It's her birth flower for September. Yeah, it looks really cool. He has a sleeve full of tattoos for all of the people that he loves. Yep, I got a big old lion for God. Got some music notes for my dad, shooting stars for my mom, the aster for Livy, diamond for the wifey, and a griffin for the rest of the family. Cute. And your grandpa? Oh yeah, my grandpa too. I got all, all the suits, the hearts, diamonds, spades, and clubs. It looks pretty cool. We haven't done a podcast in like probably two weeks because life got straight up crazy, guys. I went back to work full time and it just like hit me like a ton of bricks it's been rough yep doing that full-time and trying to figure out how to be parents when you're both working full-time was a big transition yeah and then we had like the sudden loss of eric's friend and it's just been a rough couple of weeks but we're hanging in there we're doing good i have a problem where i feel like if i can't show up like positive then i just don't show up which is not I mean, that's, like, not how it should be. You don't have to be positive all the time. I feel like people respond really well to just, like, real life. and But in my mind, I'm like, if I'm not inspiring and, like, on it, I might as well just not even do anything. You know? I get that struggle, but I think, like you said, people just like it if you show up and you're there. Thanks, babe. Killing it. My type 9 heart really needs to hear those things. (laughs) So, um, I'm not drinking anything because we're about to go to bed and I had some vodka sodas earlier today at lunch. They were bomb. Bomb, ba bomb, bomb. What are you... You're not drinking anything either. I'm drinking a whole handful of air. That was the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Dad jokes. I'm 31 now. That was so stupid. <laughs> oh, God. What was the low of your past... I feel like we have a lot. What was one of the lows of your past week? Hello. Does work. Work was really hard this week, and um, I had to work a couple late nights to prepare for a couple weeks off, so just made the week feel really long. Yeah, I get that. What about you? I get that. My low. I've been having um, some anxiety about an upcoming test that I have to have done Mm. for my brain, and hopefully everything turns out okay. Yeah, that's a stressful situation. We'll talk about it more after everything is said and done. After we done with it? I don't really have a lot of info right now, and I don't want to get freaked out. So, yeah, what about a high? Um, this was a hard week. I don't, is it hard to say that I don't have a high because I don't remember the week? Uh, I have such no, mom brain. I don't even remember what we did yesterday. What was yesterday? Friday? 
We went to Adam and Andrea's for dinner. Yeah, I didn't remember that. Um, <laughs> That's probably the higher your week right there. You I drove to say, Eldorado Hills oh, by yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So the high of my week was driving to my parents' house all by myself. Doesn't sound like a big deal, but it was a big deal. They live like 45 minutes away, and I haven't driven up there by myself in like two years. Um, Technically, you had a baby shark in the back seat. Me and baby, yep. Uh, took her with, but, like, I haven't gone, like, without you, you That's know? That's true, yeah. Um, I used to have pretty bad panic attacks and anxiety disorder, so, um, I had a panic attack one time on the way up to, up there to, when I was driving by myself, and ever since then, I was like, I'm not gonna drive by myself. It just really freaked me out when you have panic or anxiety, whatever, brings on a panic attack you'll try to avoid those things that's just kind of how it works mentally if you have a panic attack in a library then you might start to avoid going to the library just different like random stuff like that so after having a panic attack driving by myself going up to my parents like super bad like thought I was dying um I just got really freaked out to do it again and just I don't know I don't know I'm thankfully the last couple years have been so awesome I've had so much healing I've like learned coping techniques more than anything um to where now I don't feel like the anxiety rules me at all like I might still feel it some days but I can totally deal with it and I have like a way out now um so I feel a lot better in my struggle with anxiety like I have things I can do now if I start to feel that way um and I've gotten most of my life back for a while like things were like my world was so small because I'd had a panic attack almost everywhere so it started to feel unsafe going anywhere yeah I think there was a little time where you had like a two mile radius around the house when we like moved and had all that stuff going on and we're adjusting but it literally was like a two mile radius around the house now you have like a 50 mile radius (laughs) I know pretty impressive thanks babe Um, But anyways, I wasn't expecting to do it. I went out to do a UPS return with the baby and Eric was gone all day anyways. And we were just kind of driving around and I didn't really want to go home. Um, And so I was like, oh my God, like what if I just go for it? And so we went, we drove, she slept. um, I listened to some tunes and rocked out. It was actually really fun. And I was really proud of myself. It's hard because like, I want to be proud of myself, but at the same time, I know it's really silly and, like, kind of, like, a small thing. Like, hello, you should be able to drive by yourself. But to me, it was a big thing. people struggle with it every day. It's a big feat that you took on doing it yourself. Yeah. So it felt good. I felt so free. And it was nice being able to do it with Olivia. I felt like a capable mommy. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And it turned into a great day. It was kind of a girl's day, and then we went and had dinner together. Mm Mm-hmm. It was nice. We actually got out of the house. You were a part of my girl's day. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, and it was a girl's day? It was summer. Mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't there for most of it, so yeah. Um, what was a high from your week? Um, getting tattoos. It's a complete addiction, and I think by the time I die, I will be head to toe. No. No, yes. no, no. Ew. Yes. Wait, really? I'll be the tattooed man. No. <laughs> I have eight right now. Well, a sleeve doesn't really count as individual tattoos. If you broke them apart, they were individual pieces. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 
It's a lot. You guys will have to let us know if you are a tattooed person, if you're into tattoos. Or if you're addicted and have a million. We'd love to hear what you have and what the meanings are. I think that that's really fun. I'll have to post a picture of your sleeve on our uh, on our Instagram. Yeah, for sure. That's what we'll do. Definitely, it's important that everyone you get has to have some meaning. I think so, too. You don't want... Well, not just meaning, because... You Deep can, meaning. Not, not <laughs> you can be like... I like this person from below deck and I am going to get them tattooed on my body. I don't know about that. <laughs> or I like Stasi from Vanderpump, so I'm going to get her on my body. It has to be like a deep meaning. Yeah. Something that you're not going to get tired of. Yeah, for sure. Um, I haven't gotten a tattoo in a really long time. Yeah. I don't know if I'm ever going to get another one, honestly. I'm going to get at least five more. What the? That's such a <laughs> random number. Why do you say five? I had to fill up the other sleeve. No. You're keeping one arm to me. Like, for me. To you? For me. Like a plain Eric arm. You can have the tattooed one. No. You know what I mean. It's like how a I... A naked arm? Like, it's how I met you. That's okay. I can have a naked leg. No! <laughs> no! Double? I Okay, this is what my opinion. What if I get opinion. the tattoos on the no. legs, then? This is my... Well, okay, tell me what you think about this. I feel that double sleeves looks like you just got out of prison. Single sleeve looks like you're a cool guy who plays basketball on the weekends. I don't know. Agree or disagree, audience? Because I know I'm right. Disagree. No. Two sleeves looks like a biker that just got out of jail. Yeah, I told you. (laughs) You dummy. Um, well, it doesn't have to be a full sleeve. It could be like a couple of little, little some sums. How many tattoos do I have? What was the last one that I got? Was I with you? What do you got? Four. Uh. Foot, uh, arm. One, rib. two, three, three, four. This is so sad. It's weird because it's like when you have them, you get used to them. Why don't you just count them? And you stop seeing them on your own body because... That's true. I haven't seen the one on my back in years. Well, it's on your back. (laughs) You idiot. (laughs) Eric has been full dad joke mode and it's just a lot to handle, you guys. I promise I'm not like a mean wife, but it's a lot, guys. It's 24-7 dad jokes over here. (sighs) (laughs) 24-8. Um, no, but in terms of tattoos, it's so weird because it's like you get it because you want to see it on your body and it means a lot to you. But after you get it, after maybe, I don't know, six months or a year, you honestly stop seeing it on your body. Like, I don't even notice or see my tattoos anymore. Because you got to sleep, you'd see them. It looks the same as skin to me now. True. Not like see them visually, babe. Like, you don't like notice You don't them. look at it and say, wow, that's cool. I don't, I don't think that you're vibing what I'm putting down. Me neither, because I'm looking at them right now and saying, wow, they're cool. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, they're cool. Yeah, we're, we're on a different vibe. Even the Griffin that I've had for 12 years, 13 years now, I still look at it and say, wow, that's cool. A little faded, but it's cool. Huh. Huh. Okay. All right. That's fair. I got a big side piece. This is a funny story. My first tattoo was on my ribs, and it um, said it's two birds. One is flying, like it's a big bird shepherding a little bird underneath it. They're flying together. You don't my, have big bird on you. Shut <laughs> up. 
God. And um, <laughs> the, it was it was an image that my uh, my grandpa used to draw in his Bibles on the covers of his Bibles to represent that God is always shepherding us, like that we're the little bird. And then I, it has two words. It says protection and passion. Um, but I got it when I was 18. And I randomly woke up one day and was like, I want a tattoo. I'm going to get a side piece. And this is what I want. And went and got it probably like that day or the next day. So didn't really like think on it. I mean, 18. We don't really think on anything. But I still love it. I still love the meaning of it. I still love that I chose that. I still think it's so cool. But it hurt like a mother. It was on my ribs. And I, it's, I don't, okay. Honestly, it might have been just the same amount of pain as childbirth. Really? Yeah. I don't think that's a fair comparison. Okay, I take it back. I honestly don't really remember, but I remember I it was handle, really painful. I can handle needles like nothing, like nobody's business. Okay, that but might be a little much. I don't think I can handle childbirth, like, simply. It was a lot on the ribs. It just hurt a lot. The ribs are one of the most painful spots. So the guy tried to convince me to not get it there because he was like, oh, it's your first one. I was like, yeah. And he was like, it's going to hurt a lot. And I was like, yeah. I, I would have told you the same thing. And I was like, I'll be fine. He got done with like one bird wing and I was done. Like I was ready to be done. Um, so it was super painful. And Did you bite your tongue? No. What? My, my dad taught me when I got my first one that if it hurts too much, just bite your tongue. And it translates the pain from your arm where they're needling it into your tongue. That's stupid. Then you'll just like get a hole in your tongue. You could just pinch your... Well, your bite it off. But you could just pinch your hand and it would be the you same effect. Yes. Yeah. Oh, did you know though? So since you were talking about the pain and everything, they have this new numbing um, cream that they put on it. So like he'd go needle, 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 and then he'd rub this like numbing stuff on it and it wouldn't hurt as much. Really? Yeah. I mean, it, it still hurts like a bit, but... Technology. Um... So, but so, here's the thing. Where's the knew... most painful spot for you that you've gotten any of your ribs? Yeah, for sure. And mine was right here. On your forearm? The top of my forearm. Huh. I, I think there's just a ton of nerves there. Yeah. But I felt it in the bottom of my forearm by my wrist hurting. That's really weird. Um, So my parents were, well, not my dad as much. But my mom's really against tattoos. And I knew, that, and I was living at home and I just knew that she would freak out. I knew that they'd both freak out. So I kept my side piece on my ribs a secret from my parents for over a year. And we went swimming together. We went to the community pool together. I wore bathing suits in front of them. (laughs) (laughs) Either my parents are clueless or I am amazing. Um, No, I always would like turn away from them. So I'd only let them see my left side when I was in a swimsuit. And I'd, like, walk away with my left side showing. (laughs) Or I'd put a towel on when I got out. I was James Bond. So they didn't know. They never... Pretty sure they knew. They... No. My mom was shook when I showed her, like, a year and a half later. Straight shook. She probably still doesn't know you have any. (laughs) Straight shook. Um, My dad thought it was cool. My mom, like, cried. And she still hates that Eric gets tattoos. It makes her so sad. Does she know your dad has one? I don't... I still don't think she knows that my dad got a tattoo, like, a month ago. Hey, Carol. He's got a tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) Go look under his shirt. (laughs) Me and my family were really good at hiding tattoos from my mom. (laughs) Um, Maybe I could hide all of mine from her. Eric totally convinced my dad to get a tattoo 
which is kind of cute. And now he wants more. Yeah, he does. I mean, honestly, if you're in the last part, you're if you're in the last half of your life, you go live your life. How do you, you know? You go when- live your life, Barbara. How do you know when you're there? What? How do you know when you're there? Your half, the second half of your life. Yeah, the second half of my life is full body tattoo. So fifty plus. Hmm, that's a good yeah. Divide a hundred into two. Are we gonna be a hundred? I mean, that's the hope. <laughs> I'm not gonna be like um sixty divided in half. You gotta like shoot high. You can't just assume you're gonna die at sixty. But if I'm sixty and I divide it in half, technically now I'm in that that second half. That's why we're not doing that. But if I live to eighty, it's just an extended second half. So it would actually last longer of living my life doing whatever I wanted. Do you live to make my life hard? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You don't think that sounds better? We could divide our life in half at 20, and then the second half will just be this crazy party. Why do you make me so miserable? (laughs) Please stop. (laughs) My analogy is that if you're an older adult, you can get as many tats as you want, because who gives a fuck if you're retired you don't have to go apply for a job you don't have to go wear a tie at work bob you don't have to go into the office susan you can get a tattoo on your face if you want do you think it's still a stigma that tattoos are frowned upon these days no not at all so if i went to an interview with my sleeves rolled up would i be looked down on or no Uh, if you had double sleeves i think you'd like be looked down on i think with one sleeve and they're classy tattoos, not as big of a deal. Okay. And I also think it really depends on your profession, honestly. It does. That really makes a big difference. If you're, like, going in <clears throat> to be, like, an attorney at, like, a prestigious law firm, it would probably impact you. If you're going in for a job to be a manager at a warehouse at Amazon, probably not going to matter. Yeah, I would agree with that. You know? Yeah. Or construction, like, everybody has them. Mm-hmm. And you, didn't you tell me that you, like, would go to interviews for engineering with a long sleeve shirt so that they didn't know you had tattoos? And yeah. then after they hired you, you would wear, like, short sleeves? Yeah. <laughs> yep. You got to get the job first. That's funny. That's really smart. My tattoo artist actually told me that he hid his sleeves from his wife's family for like the first two years of their marriage. What? Because they didn't like tattoos. And he's like... He's like He's me. like full like fully tatted he's like that's amazing and very impressive your tattoo artist seems pretty cool doesn't he own the place yeah and he knows didn't you tell me that he knew the guy shout out white buffalo gallery in uh sacramento he knows um the guy from the show that tattoo show right the guy from the show the tattoo show yeah, the ink show. Ink master? Yeah, didn't you say that he knows the he guy? He actually told me he was supposed to be on it, and he didn't want to go on it because they have all these stupid regulations. There you go. Yeah, he he actually was, for like the first or second season, he was the first one selected. And then they started telling him all these rules and stuff, like you had to use their needles, you couldn't use your own stuff, you had to use their inks because of the sponsorships in the program. So he felt that that really limited his ability to be able to do good tattoos and decided not to go and deal with all the politics. Whoa, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. He is He's legit. He costs legit amounts, but it's because he's really good. It's about two fifty an hour, and I, I think this day and age, that's pretty reasonable. I got quoted seven grand from a chicken Folsom for half of my arm and right now i'm at five grand for almost the full arm so i think that that's a pretty fair price yeah tattoos are expensive 
It really adds up. And if you're passionate about it, you should do it. I just don't know. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to get any more. If I ever got more, it would be floral. Mm. Like different flowers. I really feel like the pain that you go through, like you're earning it. It's like earning your stripes. Hmm. Would you say that like about my stretch marks? <laughs> you earned Did it. Did I earn my stripes? Hell yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Um, that's exciting. Well, thanks for sharing uh, your tattoo story with us. Of course. It was a blast. Highlight of my week. And it was the day before my birthday. I got tattoos. Love it. Yeah. Birthday Tuts. present to me. Tuts. Cool. So, uh, in this next year of life, Eric, what's one thing that you're looking looking forward to or want to do in your life? I want COVID to be over with. Mm-hmm. So that we can do whatever the hell we want again. Yeah, but what's something, like, you want to do, like, accomplish? I want to get my license for engineering. Oh, yeah. It's a big one coming up in October. Moving I really want to take my test. Up, moving on up, moving so on up. see how up. that goes. What about you? I'm so glad I married such a smart man. What about you? What? It's not my birthday. What do you want to do in your next year of life? Have another baby. It's 2021. We'll get pregnant with another baby. Get pregnant. That's a good one. I like it. I want more Olivia's. She's the best thing ever. Or Olivio. Ew. Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine at the pool? Come on, Olivia and Olivio. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so annoying. Yeah. It would. It'd be Livia and Liv- Livo. Livo. Livia and Livo? I mean, that has kind of a ring to it. Olivia and Olivio. Oh, my God. You said it. You said it, honey. Yep, that's not going to (laughs) happen. How about... What's the worst baby name you can think of? I'm not going to say it because I'll offend somebody on the... the Do it. Say it. I don't don't know. I think it's Ferdinand. Gertrude. I think that I said that when we were talking about it on our podcast. Our fun, so episode, I think, four is asking each other ridis- ridiculous questions. It's really funny. We talked about the worst name that you could, like, name someone. I think I said Gertrude. Well, there you go. It's coming back up. I'm falling off the couch very slowly, but surely. We started the podcast, and I was fully on, and now both my legs are off, and I'm falling, which means it's time to go. We just wanted to check in with you guys. Thank you for being patient with us as we get adjusted to our new life and schedule, both of us working full-time with our babe, but we appreciate you. If you have any um, thoughts or ideas of things that you want us to talk about in a future podcast, let us know. Yep. Everybody have a good week. Catch you later.